Hi, and you're very welcome into Unleashed, the podcast platform here from Unleashed today. Our no holes barred podcast and all the news and views that matter to the people of Leash, the country and indeed the world from politics to sport and news entertainment. We'll be talking about it right here on Unleashed. My name is Brian Moss and joining me for our third episode of our initial six-week series is once again Leash Today's intrepid reporter, Shun Lennon. And both myself and Shun are joined by two Leash legends from different walks of life. Our first guest this week is affectionately known as the Tweety Priest. It is, of course, poor Leash-based curate, journalist and writer, Father Paddy Byrne. And beside him, a man who, like Cries himself, moved in mysterious ways across the forward lines of many a club and inter-county ground during an illustrious career for both club and county, which is still ongoing, let me tell you. It is Arliss Kilcruz's own Chris Comey. Chris, of course, is also a teacher in Knockbell College. On the menu today, the papal visit. Is the Leaving Cert really that important? The state of club football and Leash, and how Leash today's Leash's hottest man poll received national media attention during the week. As always, we're recording our podcast in the beautiful surrounds of the Golden Egg Studios here in Glenfield outside Port Leash with sound engineer supremo Ollie Plunkett and if you're a band or a singer or songwriter looking for top quality studio recording space and one of the top sound engineers around well check out Golden Egg Studios the studio is based alongside the Golden Egg Holistic Centre which is the perfect place to unwind and relax right here in County Leash Unleashed is brought to you with thanks to our podcast partners, Finline Furniture. For nearly 40 years, Finline Furniture have been making the highest quality sofas and chairs in Emo. Finline have exported their products to over 50 countries, but you can visit their factory showrooms in Emo right here in County Leash. Right, kicking off today, it is the papal visit and coming to you first, Father Paddy. Two weeks away now, um, just from your point of view as someone who's going to be involved in the papal visit, how important do you think this visit is to the people of Ireland? I suppose, firstly, I think I welcome the fact that Pope Francis is coming to Ireland. He's coming in the context of what's called the World Meeting of Families, which is an international event, so it has an international flavour. Uh, Francis, as a person, as a follower of Jesus Christ, for me, is a very inspirational person. He's pointing us in the direction of what the Gospel essentially is about, and he's a man known for his gestures. And I'm particularly enthused, to be honest with you, not about the big numbers in the Phoenix Park, I'm far more enthused in the context of an avalanche of homelessness that's happening in this country, that he will highlight the injustices for those who have not, as opposed for those who have. Mm. So I warmly welcome the fact that he will visit uh, a real hero of mine, Brother Kevin, and the homeless shelter in Dublin. Um, I'm very mindful of the context of church at the moment. It seems to be non-stop, and rightly so, in terms of scandal belonging to the historical past, in the United States this week and I suppose I'm very involved at a personal level with media. Next week I'm doing a programme with Mary McCallaghan on Thursday night about the church and I'm also doing a commentary at the Papal Mass with Joe Duffy. So I've been doing I've been doing a lot of I've been doing a (laughs) A lot lot of of thinking Mm -hmm. and prep for this. So I would hope that Pope Francis will make a very bold gesture to the victims of abuse, particularly here in Ireland, and many of them are coming to the fore and rightly so at the moment. Um, On the ground, you know, I always say there's two churches in Ireland. There's the local church here in Leash and Port Leash where I'm so happy to be part of. And then there's this church that often is perceived and often rightly so as a fairly negative, almost toxic brand. I was taken aback this week where Alliance, in respect to Alliance, mm-hmm. this isn't a free advertisement for yeah. them, but they do a lot of business with the church. They're our insurers. We pay them every parish tens of thousands of euro every week or every year, should I say, from our schools, from our church buildings, from our personal insurance. And they were the first to come out and say, no way are we sponsoring World Meeting of Families or the Pope coming to Ireland because 
there is a toxicity almost yeah. perceived yeah. to the church at the it's moment. A brand, it's, a, it's as much a brand thing. Absolutely. Really but I think like on the ground in Portlaoise, um, I think, you know, we have in our parish over six and a half thousand people who mm. decide to come into the church physically every week uh, in the privacy of people's own home at the last census. Despite everything historically that has gone on, 79% of people tick the box that they belong to the Catholic tradition or at least identify mm. to that. And I think that will be exemplified when it comes to the Sunday of the Papal Mass. It's the biggest event in Europe mm. this year. And again, I want to shy away from the big numbers. But for me personally, I think it's a moment when healing hopefully can take place, when people will come together with enthusiasm. I think it's a moment when we must really try and hope for a new beginning as church as well. And that's perhaps another day. Another days. So, so to make it a short and brief response, uh, I have mixed feelings. <laughs> I have mixed feelings. And I hope, please God. And I don't have to go to Mass for a couple of weeks. I'm covered after that. It's great okay. stuff, Paddy. No, lovely stuff. Uh, Chris, I suppose, uh, picking up what Paddy says, obviously you're, you're a religious teacher yourself in your own right. I don't know... Uh, would religion have played a big part in your life growing up uh, would you be particularly religious were you like me the Sunday you were dragged in and then went of your own free will and no I wouldn't say I dragged in <laughs> um, but it, my family obviously historically you know yeah. um, we have been religious you know we have uh, have a number of two aunts you know um, that are well one is a nun and one was a nun and she really? became a hermit uh, really multi Farnham yeah and, Great, um, yeah. and so I'd be particularly close to her, you know, as she is to, to all her family and indeed, I suppose, the wider community as well. Um, and Will you be going? Are you, are you getting up there for the, for the Papal yeah, Mass? Yeah, we we're going up for the Papal Mass. Um, there's a number of students in Knockbeg, um, Father Paddy's nephew, uh, Michael indeed, <laughs> um, expressed interest towards the end of last year um, in terms of volunteering. So I'd be leading and Very good. students um, next Sunday. It, just within, now. I suppose, within, as a teacher, um, I always enjoyed religion class, I suppose, because you got, you, there was no homework for a start, which is good. But do you, do you find there's much interest uh, among students in religion? Do you know what I mean? Are learning more? It's probably changed now. Do you, do you teach all yeah, religions? Or? Well, yeah, it has changed. Obviously, apart from the, the no homework bit changed yeah. anyway. <laughs> it's, a, it's an exam subject now. Right. And yeah. has, been, um, has been at junior cert level for 15 years. Um, ourselves in Knockbeg are one of the few schools that continue it as an option for as a leaving cert subject and um, the uptake um, I suppose it varies from time to time but um, but there's always a number of candidates uh, when they're heading into fifth year leaving one that uh, do express the really? desire to do it and the I suppose it altered it to an extent um, even in the junior cert there is the world religions uh, Christianity there's a sec separate section itself on Christianity I suppose uh, in Knockbeg um, in Knockbeg obviously we very much carry the Catholic and Christian ethos, ethos yeah. um, throughout, throughout our teachings not just within the religion class we'd like to think and uh, extended extended beyond and hope that's what we're challenging the young lads to do as well within their daily lives and it, there's plenty of rich debate yeah. within, within it and I suppose um the last, I suppose there wasn't that debate maybe in religion class quite as much maybe 20 years ago.
Now, disgracefully in our introduction, I neglected to mention we're also joined on the panel today by Paula Hennessy. Paula is a Strably native primary school teacher and I suppose a representation of the younger generation of people who are looking forward to the papal visit and indeed is heading up to the Phoenix Park in a couple of weeks' time for the papal visit. Yeah. What age are you firstly? Uh, 20. <laughs> 20. Now you're heading up to the papal visit. Yeah, uh, so are you looking forward? Are you excited? Uh, I am excited, yeah. It's just, it's something different, I suppose, to go up and it's kind of more family orientated. I'm going up with my aunts were bringing my granny up like there's right. quite a few of us going up my little cousins it's you know it's just i want to see what it's like because your mom you know, your mom, mom had went, been there yeah right. okay. so she's not going this time she said she went once so she won't go again right like seeing you too you only seen <laughs> once, so um yeah no she said she encouraged me to go i'm doing primary school teaching in college so it's kind of a it'll be something to talk about with the children in class things like that when you're doing religion lessons it's it's going to be a work and amongst experience. your peers like you're 20 years of age amongst your friends is there many going would you would you openly discuss the paper business or is it <coughs> something that's of interest my group of friends yeah from Strably there there's a few going up with their families and things like that um not so much say when I'm in college not so much right. even though we all do teach religion there's more of a it's kind of a more of a thing that they have to do it right some people like to do it but they take it on then and they do major specialisms and things in it but there is an interest like among my age group not so much though that many people yeah but like you know there are but you know you you don't feel (laughs) i can't speak about it you don't feel that i you know you kind of i can't speak about religion among certain friends or anything that would be no yeah not no definitely not that not Very good. And sure, we know you're not going because you need to go to confession before you. <laughs> I know. Well, I'm not going because uh, I'm following the teachings of Joe Cannon on Sunday. All oh, so, right. Yeah. Well, uh, well, he may move mysterious ways. <laughs> you're, you're getting a nice free ticket for that. Very good. Yeah. Um, just come back to you, Paddy. I suppose. Um, and you've you've put you've touched on it there on the paper visit. Look, even today, there's a lot of stuff in the press today about he needs to address what you know the failings of the church and you've touched in here you're you're someone anyone who follows you on twitter or you know knows about you know you're, you've never been shy away from that um <laughs> do you think he will firstly uh, address it in some form the, the, oh i think he some, will and i think he has to head on you know i think as an agency and i don't want to sound negative here mm. because but i think as the institutional church are a disaster when it comes to its own pr mm. and its own right thing to do uh, there seems to be very poor methods of communicating that and of course it should come from within it shouldn't be just a superficial pr response yeah but i think pope francis is a man of his word to quote his film at the moment and i have no doubt that he will make space and make time Uh, i'm not a member of the hierarchy who are given that entitlement of leadership and i know in my own personal vision of church that anybody who has been broken and wounded for life this is a life sentence compensation can never be given Mm. to anybody who has been inflicted with such Mm. grave wounds respectfully but i think they should be to the core not just of the of the reaching out but to the softening of the gesture and how we as church envision ourselves to respond in a very sort of pragmatic and real manner to people particularly young people Mm. Uh, my personal hero in ireland representing the church is father peter mcferry Superman, I've yeah. I've I've quoted him at length mm. on my um on my reflection for Leash today. Uh, it's on the it'll be tweeted and put out on Facebook this week. And I love what he has to say in relation to his vision. He writes an open letter to Pope Francis, and he just says it as it is with with respect. 
that if we have, and I believe firmly we do, have a relevance in modern society, we must err on the side of mercy and be visible supporters of those who have been disenfranchised, particularly the poor and the wounded. Mm. Yeah, because there is that issue, I suppose, you know, how does he address it? Where, does he, where is the forum? Does he do it in, yeah. at the mass or does he do it privately? You know, wh- one of the things as well I've been reflecting on in prep for this mm. um, thing going out on Thursday night is hope. I think it's really important because there's a crisis of hope and Chris would know this much more than I would In and I'm delighted to hear a new primary school teacher here in Leash as well but that you know I was recently in Lourdes and we had 120 young people from County Leash and Carlow with us. Uh, I mentioned before we went on air and I'm not plugging but I was deeply inspired by the students from Knockbeg and mm-hmm. the CBS here in Port Leash to see just their humanity, to see their enthusiasm that together we are stronger and like you know it is it, it, it at one level it can be perceived it's not cool to be a follower of Jesus Christ or at least to get out there and do it but I think when there's a strength in numbers and when I saw these young men and women you know with such wonderful inspirational hearts of pushing people on chemotherapy down to yeah. the bats when I saw young lads from Knockbeg Chris Uh, I went for a walk one afternoon at four o'clock and it was quite hot. And there I am just pondering and in a very peaceful space within myself, looking over and seeing three young lads, uh, ordinary down to earth lads praying in front of the grotto. And I'm saying, you know, I don't buy that faith is irrelevant. Mm. I think deep within our Irish identity, particularly as Irish citizens, in our generations previous, there's something spiritual about us. And that's why we have the lyrics. That's why we have the poetry. That's why we have the gift of music. That's why we have conversation. That's why we enjoy a pint. That's why we have electric picnic. Because we are spiritual people. This is the time of Lunasa, when the beautiful harvest has been gathered. When we have that sense of creativity and vision and to be able to blend that to the gospel, that's, for me, the vision of church that we need to be at. And we need to peel away and get rid of all the the things that's no longer relevant out there at all. Absolutely. And I suppose it's an interesting point from a teacher's point of view. And Chris, let's come to you because there was a lot of prayers being said this week about leaving search results. Of course, you've Mm. you've done many hats and we'll speak about football a little bit as well. But you're also a secondary school teacher. It's a huge week for you. Uh, Firstly, knockback leech today was important. Quite good results, I think. Uh, Yeah. How did it go for you? Yeah, no, they were happy, um, relatively speaking. Because you're a history history teacher as well. History and religion, yeah. Right. And uh, um, no, obviously our results, yeah. um, The lads were happy with them by and large, you know, again, like with 10% over 500 points. And that, which you know, um, relatively speaking, would be very good. And Are you under pressure? Like, not under pressure, but, but, but well, the pressure pressure is as a teacher comes yeah comes very much with the leave insert, and I suppose it's one thing um, that we try and we try and take ease the pressure yeah. on the young lads, you know, and um, because. Maybe I can say it this week, but um, <laughs> the, the fact that the results are out, you know, but it's just it's it's one more big exam. It's probably the life. biggest. I think it's mm. probably the biggest exam, actually. Uh, well, it's ways. probably made out to be the biggest yeah. exam. Anyway. There's more writing on it, I think, than... Yeah, there's more writing on it or the, within the immediate yeah. years. You know, the good thing, I suppose, um, like, obviously, next week, the CEO offers will mm. be out. 
um, to those students and that and obviously we'd be hoping that everyone would be happy with, with the offer they get even if they don't get yeah. their first choice and oftentimes maybe their first choice wasn't for them yeah you know? yeah it's true um, yeah. I'd be a big believer that's what, what's meant to be one passion how did you go and, and you did it I went grand yeah. <laughs> I done, it's like this I was going in uh, I had an idea Father Dan Dunn um, was down there well, at the no, time yeah. and I met him in well, the doorway I met him in the doorway um, before I went up to get my results um, off the then rector Father McAvoy and uh, I said a figure to him that I'd be happy enough if I got in around there and he says I'll ah, be happy so because so it would have been around the, the 90, 95 would have been around so yeah, you were exactly. with time and there was a lot of stuff coming on and you had a lot going on at the time yeah there is but I suppose the big thing with, with young lads no more than back then um, now is that you're trying to you're trying to encourage them um, to plan their lives and time management is key yeah um, because relatively speaking you know obviously in Knockbegan and in a lot of schools, um, we're challenging the lads to make training as much as yeah, possible yeah, and yeah, there's plenty, that, uh, plenty of extracurricular yeah. um, going on. But um, oftentimes, like we see the reflection of the results, uh, the high achievers, you know, both um, academically and in an extracurricular environment, they both go hand in seems hand. To, it seems and, that way, doesn't it? And, yeah. and, um, the same then, you know, no more than uh, lads putting their best foot forward. Mm. That's all you're encouraging them to do. And as I said, uh, I suppose where you have sympathy is maybe in the next week is if someone has a target of points going on yeah. what, what the last couple of yeah. years has been based on. And let's say they exceed that maybe by 10, 20 points. And, and they think, and they, the think they have it. And then obviously because you see the heading of the paper today and there's independent in terms of the, yeah. the points are going to go up. Yeah. And, you know, you'd feel for those, um, for those and that. But again, I suppose the good thing about the colleges and b- between the universities and the ITs, there's plenty of avenues now of getting to yeah, the same, sort of the same yeah. spot, you know, and so that, don't that, that's, panic. Don't it's panic. Yeah, exactly. And as I say, it's, it is a, it's a big test. It's a big challenge step in life and that, but there's plenty of more out there for them. And it's oh, just yeah. another. And do you ever say. feel like, I don't know, I feel like in years gone by, if a student did bad, the student was blamed. Like mm. I would be blamed. My yeah. parents, would, well, they wouldn't blame me, but like they wouldn't blame the teacher. Whereas now it seems to be like, that's the immediate failing teacher. Would you ever feel that pressure coming off the yeah. results or? <sighs> That man <laughs> <laughs> I don't often say pressure but um, well, look, you know, once you know that you're putting your best foot forward for the lads, you know what I mean, and you're giving them the the best platform, you know, that for them to do well. Um, obviously, you know, like obviously we know in cases where lads maybe could apply themselves better, be it you know, and that goes across the board, yeah. you know, not just in teaching or education and that, and um, but. You know, oftentimes maybe their talents might lie, you know, in a more diverse yeah. diverse environment. And School that. isn't the only way of, I yeah, suppose. Yeah, exactly, of learning and yeah. achieving and that and making progress in life yeah. and that. So, um, Just hope for us all. <laughs> indeed, yeah. No, Sean, how did you go? And ask Paul, I mean, how did you go? Can you remember uh, yours? I, I couldn't remember mine for a while. 600 points job? Yeah, 600 yeah. points job. Um, no, actually, I went I went well enough. Uh, what, were, what was your first choice? Journalism. Oh, it was my journalism. And you got it. It. Yeah, I got it's it. It's all we need to know. Never mind. Yeah, move but on. then I was point. blown out of the water actually because my brother, um, he got a. He's very good at maths, right. so he got the six hundred plus. So, Did he? Yeah. Oh, you have a six hundred pluser. Yeah, yeah. So he's no on a scholarship now. Was he ahead of you or younger than me? Oh, well, yeah. Dad, so now that. Dad just thinks it's leaving so it's a breeze. Really. <laughs> <laughs> Paula, how about you? How did you go? Can you remember? Yeah, I did. I got what I wanted, but like it's very stressful. I remember the leaving cert. Like I do exams in college now, and I do placement now. Yeah. 
and it's not compared to the stress that I felt in sixth year like yeah. when Definitely you sitting not, there no. and the study you have to do the time you have to do it in like it's just it's so stressful and I really I do have so much like sympathy for the people doing the leave insert when they're doing it because like I can do a two hour college exam like and it's fine yeah. and there's repeats yeah, but that's like, a big thing. Yeah. Yeah, no nine in college, you're, you're doing know? what you want to do, yeah. whereas in exactly. school, you could like be doing physics it, like. and yeah. you need Yeah, you, you have know. a love for what you're doing in college. Mm. And like when you get there, it's like when you get the CAO, I think the CAO is even more stressful than opening the envelope because, like, if you're happy on the day you open it, then you go in the CAO. I remember I woke up at five to six the morning of the CAO and I was like yeah I'm going to check now the minute at 6 o'clock and when I went in there was nothing and I was like oh my god I'm not going to college so one time a year the post when yeah. you're yeah. 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 Oh like, yeah. I'm not going to college Potter, Potter, I must ask you how did you go can you remember yeah um, I went I did my leave insert in CBS in Carlo and I did I worked hard I did well and I went on to Trinity to do history and politics afterwards right okay so, so but I would say I'm very conscious I'm chaplain here in yeah. CBS and in Skullcrease 3 and it's personal to me because my niece um, in St. Leo's and Carlo did her leave insert and well done to her I find it to be honest which is a bit unpalatable about asking about the points because yeah. I feel you know I, I this man here I, I don't think I was ever talking to him in person before but you're making so much sense what you're saying uh, it's really true that you know if something is for you deep down you find your own pathway and I'm a firm believer in working hard the ethics of working hard I, we didn't have it easy when we were growing mm. up I was the first in my family to go on to university my dad was unemployed I remember getting on a bus I remember going up with three lads from Carlo the first thing I did was I got a job in a in a very sort of tough O'Connell Street bar uh, then I managed to go and pay work for the first week going up and down to Carlo then got my flat with the lads was able to afford to pay that I was never asked did you do it like, how did you get on in your exams are you studying are you there was no texting there was nothing you just went ahead and did, did it, it yeah. and unfortunately I see the, the complete contradiction now I just reminded my dear brother today after a long conversation that this parenting, I'm, I'm unfortunately not a parent, but Jesus almighty, there's everything being done. There's a, this big responsibility and to have a young person who at 18 years of age will never have to face those challenges, mm. perhaps thankfully, but there was no harm for me to have to do mm. that. And I just feel that work is so important to, to not go. I'm fiercely <coughs> disappointed when I see 30% of BA first year students fail their exams, that it can be a total piss up for the first mm. year, yeah. that uh, it's a sense of I've got it and now oh, what mm. are they doing for me? I really dislike the consumer's culture, how they treat teachers how teachers are greatly with the vocation they have can be greatly demeaned by people that it's education is seen as a commodity um, education has a clear bias to the wealthy often it can be privatized the whole sort of black market industry of extra grinds of tutoring of a points race that's i think criminal almost of the injustice what it does to mental health for young people and I think deep down you know I was happy to have a conversation with a with a young person today who's uh, decided to go off and do horticulture and he's achieved huge points but he knows deep down in his heart at a young age that's the thing mm. for him mm. and I really think you know there's a pathway for every young person and I don't want to hog it here about mental health but mental health is so important for young people and indeed for us adults and often people can be scarred for life because of the pressure one exam can do yeah, and I think you know it's so important that 
parents particularly and I think we as educators or as leaders in our community or as young people you know to get off the bandwagon it's actually as I said at the beginning it's an unpalatable question for me to ask about how many mm. points did you get I mean I don't give a S-H-I-T-E yeah. <laughs> and I think most people should get on that bandwagon I as well I think it's a, a very relevant point you know to, to come on to that Chris and it's a very a very valid point what Father Paddy's saying there do you is there st- for a lot of your colleagues stress I have family who are teachers and they'll tell me yeah. I've actually talked to a woman yesterday who's given up teaching yeah. and I said why are you giving up teaching she said the effing parents yeah. cannot yeah. deal with the parents she was in teaching for 25 years Ballyfin where I went big uh, competitors mm-hmm. have knocked back on the field you used to always beat us to be fair um, but it's a stressful job it's not easy people going about oh you're the holidays and all that. It's, a, it's a really stressful job teaching isn't it yeah, it is, but there's uh, definitely um, there's that vocation side of it, you know, and I think that's why most most of us go into go into teaching, mm. you know, because we see or that's that's the side that attracts us, you know, in terms of and, and working with people and trying to get the best, trying to get the best out of people and that. Um, but yeah, you know, Sean had made the point uh, earlier as well in terms of you know parents, and I suppose look. Maybe just the Celtic Cub mentality yeah, are they, as well. Are, 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 is there of, snowflakes? There's a of, lot of snowflakes. Yeah, of, the, of them, you know, demanding or expecting nearly everything yeah. to be done for them, um, to an ex, to an, you know, to an extent. But there's percentages, there's percentages yeah. out there. You know what I mean? Of um, um, within within both sides, and uh, there is percentages of teachers that are you know um, under I suppose a lot of pressure or feel feel mm. the pressure and mm. feel the stress, um. Like there's both sides of it in terms of the the pay, you know. Obviously, there's the pay issue with the younger teachers, and we have a number of younger teachers. Obviously, you know the same as nurses yeah. flocking, you know. To Is other that parts of the world. Yeah. We're really setting yeah. this up well for Paula well, here, yeah. aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> but like, it, it can be uncomfortable. Let's say if you're in a staff room with a younger teacher and you're doing a lot of the same job, and one is getting paid better than the other purely. A, from a hard, for hard explained reasons, well, union reasons, and yeah, I suppose that they they understand that it wasn't. <laughs> a, it was more a union, a yeah, more a union issue, I suppose, or yeah. that was accepted at the time, and that you let them, you I let think, them sit at the same table, like uh, yeah, <laughs> indeed, indeed. But I think it's time maybe for the government, and while while I mention unions, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be pro-union, like, but it is a bit ridiculous that yeah. in the teaching sector in Ireland that we have a TUI and an ASTI. Yeah, ASTI yeah, and yeah. whatever about the INTO for primary might yeah. be slightly different, but like, it's it beggar's uh, belief. It is true. You're a primary school, Paul, isn't it? Uh, yeah. So uh, like, what do you we, think? We do placement, like, and we don't get paid for it or anything like that. Yeah. And it's very stressful. When we're doing Travel the, and the, even Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, but um, it's really rewarding at the end when you do when you get like you just get like there's always one child that gives you like that little spark and you're like yeah I'm doing the right thing like this is all going to yeah, make yeah, sense in the end yeah. like but I'd have a lot of friends now that'd be like yeah first thing I'm doing is going to Dubai now I'm a, a homebird like will I go probably not I'll talk about mm-hmm. it yeah but like realistically I won't go I'll probably you, you like you get subbing here and there and you do like you do your best like but you only get a subs rate when you're subbing yeah. and then you go mm-hmm. in and you're only on like we're on the lowest band like when we yeah. qualify so it's just I don't think actually like, a lot of people realise yeah, that yeah no it's like you only get I think it's 20 what the, gir- the girls in college like they always calculate I don't know I don't really <laughs> mind I think one of the girls said it's like 30,000 and then you take away the tax and all yeah. and it like leaves you in the 20s or whatever but I, that doesn't bother me it's what I'm doing it's vocation like yeah. I you wouldn't see, mind you see it as a, as a yeah as a but like there will be people now that will find it very mm. like financially difficult like. do you reckon there's a few though anyone getting into it for kind of the holidays and that, that kind of stuff oh do I you, don't know really <laughs> I don't know it's, it's bound it's like, to be, isn't it yeah I don't know you'd have like you'd be in college and you'd be like yeah 
mostly sometimes it's lads and you're kind of like yeah, yeah, yeah he's in it because he can go do his little football training and he can do his <laughs> oh like you know like we're there and we're kind of like yeah, yeah. Like, i work we'd work hard like and then you go into a group with lads but like it's just there's like a work ethic mm. some people have like I can't leave everything to last when I have to get it done first. But some people like would be like swan in, like, oh, we'll do this now the night before and it'll be grand. And you're like, mm, I don't know about that. I'll just do it myself and you can look over it. That right. kind of a way. You're, you're prepared like, like Chris is in. He's really But they're brilliant teach teachers. Like, they really are unreal teachers. It's all for the yeah. children. like, And it's all the different personalities shape the kids into what without, without. you want them to be like. So everyone has their own way of doing things. And like, we just got on with it in college and we all mesh well together. Like, there's 460 of us yeah. in my year. But like, we still got on the same way. We all do the exact same thing. And we, you know, it's brilliant. Interesting. Shun, was there a teacher for you growing up? Was there a teacher particular stands out with primary, secondary school? A kind of I was just going to say, I can't actually recall having was a male teacher. Was there a Chris in your life that <laughs> no, didn't inform you? I didn't uh, have yeah. any male teachers. No, and I think it's great really? to yeah. see uh, like male teachers actually taking it on because I don't know, whenever well, my friends who are male teachers always seem to have like, young lads just love them really look up yeah. to them nearly listen to them as father figure but um the teacher for me um i don't know uh, i suppose mar, mar uh, she was my principal in derlamoke and she would have been very into the da mm. and um that didn't really it didn't really flourish for a good few years because you know it takes a few years to build it up but in 2016 there were four there are four people from Derlamoke who all won. It was, I think, Leash Camogie Player of the Year, Leash Football right. of the Year, a Football of the Year, and a Hurl of the Year. And for Rose and Alice, then, yeah. like, I know yeah. if like support Leash, I might be nothing. <laughs> but um, for Rose and Alice, that was a big, like, but tear to her yeah. and a big... I think I remember yeah. Chris Comis, someone telling me about Chris Comis saying about someone on the county medals. Someone <laughs> had 10 Port Leash medals. This is a story I heard. And you said, my one is as good as your 10. I think there's a legend. We'll say you said it, but there was something yeah. that... It was in Peg's one, right? Yeah, there's a fair point in that like, for, for, for Rose and Alice. It's as good as winning, winning loads. And um, we'll just come to football briefly, briefly to Chris. In fact... Father Paddy is looking for a co-commentator co co doing a sterling work at Midlands 1 and 3 this summer enjoying your co-commentary just to touch on it briefly while you have you here um, more and more talk about perhaps a divisional championship uh, for Leash given Port Leash's dominance you've won one county medal I know one of the few outside of Port Leash that has a county medal uh, would you like to see an Arles Clean Arles Cruz super team over the years <laughs> look at that he's milking he's turned sour well it's a good uh, thing there's a table between I know, us he would have jumped he can still uh, kick on there yeah. <laughs> what do you think though is it time to look at maybe what Kerry have where there is a divisional uh, championship <laughs> as well as a club or are you happy well, to I'd let Port Leash keep on winning these well, no, not necessarily happy to let Port Leach keep on winning them, but um, I suppose no different to Dublin on a, I suppose at a county level. Um, I would always see it, again, I mentioned earlier about encouraging lads to put their best foot forward. Mm. And, you know, instead of people talking about maybe breaking up Port Leach or dividing, you know what I mean, dividing yeah. it in two and different, like, it's a challenge. They are a challenge, obviously, mm. and their numbers mm. are a challenge to, you know, an area like... Uh, I suppose a parish like ourselves that's divided yeah. in three, you know, when you throw in Ballalining as well. Yeah, and it's but, North Korea of But uh, uh yeah, but they're relatively speaking doing all right considering yeah. oh, um, without doubt, yeah. considering Ballalin were in the county final last year. Mm. Colleen have contested a couple, we've contested obviously Many, five. Yeah. Uh, I think it is. I'm not sure. Um but five or six, ultimately it's uh, I would see it as a challenge to us to raise uh port leash have raised the bar definitely over the last number of years and it's up to everyone else um to try and step up to that um a divisional a divisional championship i suppose if it if it was to come in 
um, it would have to come in maybe across, you know, obviously across the, the board. Um, at the moment, I suppose the the county border, they have the 16 numbers. They tried to reduce it. Um, I suppose a couple of years prior to that, uh, the likes of Ratanesca and Anak and Court would try to join up together to play a senior, mm. um, to play a senior. And because of the numbers making it 17, made it uneven and it didn't suit, it wasn't passed. We've gone back now to the Gales thing. Uh, with a number of clubs mm. just with add-ons, yeah. which I take, I definitely don't agree with that. Yeah, some of them the, are ridiculous. You know, yeah. traveling cross country yeah. for training. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but and just in like in terms of that, I would see where maybe that issue, the Gales maybe shouldn't have been passed or allowed to go mm. through, and that they should have maybe encouraged teams to go back to intermediate and then maybe yeah. form form as a Gales or form as a combined team at senior. Yeah. Uh, rather than the route that they've gone over the last couple of years and that. But well, you have shown, I mean, your side was 0 3, was there for? Yeah, 0 3 when we won it. be done now. Know. You had a particular, I mean, all your family were busy despite the team pretty much and still are probably in Ireland. <laughs> but it can be done. Yeah, no, done. it can be done. And Strably proved a couple of years ago, mm. you know, the same that it can be done. Um, ourselves, you know, we, fe- we feel that we definitely left a couple of opportunities. Um, two behind finals, us, two finals yeah, yeah, that we sh- that yeah. we could very easily yeah. have have uh, taken Port Leash um, just for little things on the day, mm. and you know the likes of the likes of Ballerone, who you look back through the past, you know what I mean, nearly most decades. They've, put, they've come and won a county yeah. final in that and they've good we're facing them next Wednesday yeah. but they have good underage structure and good uh, players coming through mm. again in that and uh, you know it mightn't be too far down the line before they do before they do win one St. Joseph's are, are getting back to would, where they were would as well would it mean less to you if, if, it, if it was Arles Cruz Gales team or, or an Arles amalgamate now I know I don't want probably to wouldn't make that <laughs> team <laughs> but would, it, would you think it mean anything less to, to players to win one with a division well I suppose Look, there's no point in uh, in saying otherwise. There was a huge amount of talent coming through in our parish, there you know, was. 20, 30 years yeah. ago. Yeah. Um, from underage, when we were together at St. Michael's, um, you know, we were winning numerous underage titles ourselves. Port Arlington, Port Leash were probably the three strongest uh, clubs around at uh, juvenile level. Ironically, you know, I get often asked, you know, um, about how did the split occur. And the ironic thing about it is we had two, two, two other clubs. With, there was a movement to make one. Yeah. And we ended up with three. Right, so. okay. Do the maths there. Well, like, I know you're a big supporter of Horlich, always retweeting their scores, so you'd like to see... Well, well just to say, are. like, you know, firstly, sport is fantastic. Yeah. Not going back to the mental health, it's just fantastic mm. to be involved with it. Um, I made a prophecy recently to two of the well-known Port Leash lads, and I made a prophecy to them with hope and jest, but also sincerity, that I think... This year for Port Port Leash and going into 2019 will be the best year ever for them. Right. Uh, I also believe in Chris has mentioned the power of the parish. People say, Jesus, Port Leash has 26,000 people. They have such a pool of reservoir. When I go to support Port Leash, there are often more supporters from the likes of Arles or yeah. Stradbally than yeah. the locals in yeah. Port Leash. That a county final in mm. Port Leash. I would say maybe less than 10% of people know it's county final day. Mm. So again, you know, it's a small community. Uh, I'm not being political here or a populist, but I think Port Leisure are fantastic. (laughs) 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 I I have to say I commend Maliki McNulty and the team, and I think they're all great lads, full stop. Even to touch on what the two lads said, like Mm. I think for a Leash supporter point of view, 
like the talk of breaking poorly shop that would <laughs> that would lower the quality of matches altogether and then you have a leash team who would have lower quality matches yeah. in their clubs then they go out and they play the likes of the Leinster Championship mm. and if they have a lower standard club championship they're going to have like lower yeah. standard yeah, themselves true. yeah so I, I suppose we should also say it's not poor leash's fault by the way no yeah <laughs> absolutely not poor leash are blameless here everyone mentions you know in terms of all big towns have two or three clubs yes and yeah. the rivalry in our say a parish yeah. has proven that i suppose when that rivalry might be there that more people remain in the, within the sporting yes. fields yes, fair, and that yeah, and uh, they hang maybe hang on to their players yeah. a lot better and maybe that rivalry, maybe if there was two teams in Portlaoise, there probably would be a much a greater rivalry and I suppose a maybe greater support. Yeah. Uh, so every net, man, network, woman, yeah. child is involved kind of an Ireland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like. no, I think you've no choice, actually. <laughs> brought down, but I, I must say, of all the clubs you've played against the years, firstly, you never like playing them because it always invariably beat you. But I never saw a crowd just, just get on and get, get, get dirty and get physical and get br- and brilliant footballers. Not, I don't mean dirty in that sense, <laughs> but a great side. And, and, and I suppose... Arles Killeen and Kilcruz Chris Club would be an example to clubs like my own The Rock smaller clubs The Heat that, that you can if you get it together and there's a nice pool of players you can maybe go on Rosenhaus as well of course can't mm-hmm. forget Rosenhaus but great <laughs> on clubs on the jewel front yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe, that's the, maybe that's the way but I, and Paddy of course Carlo did well this year Carlo and Carlo Rising and it's wonderful to be part of that I suppose we grew up in the great era for Carlo football particularly yeah. at club level uh, we mm. were O'Hanoran supporters in our family great but they rogue fantastic years and you know to just to see what uh, a sense of maturity of discipline of new life and belief and what happened against Carlo highlight this year for me was the Kildare match uh, you know to see lads that are so talented and I think it'll be an incentive for next year and that you know there is a rising going on in Carlo and I'm sure that rising is contagious, maybe for Leash as well. Spread, yeah. As we tried to, yeah. we, we, we played against Leash, but I really think that the team will mature and grow, and it's fantastic to be to be witnessing this uh, for being starved of Absolutely, so much, at, particularly yeah. at county level. And our local teams were so strong. Uh, just very briefly, in terms of my own association with the GA, uh, I wasn't a great sportsman at all, but I always loved it. But when I went to Bagnellstown Parish, along with a guy called Olin Corcoran, we started to get involved in Ballinkill and Hurling. Right. And uh, I discovered, you're mentioning, Chris, about parishes being divided. Like, in terms <laughs> of the clerical world, it's not good for as a padre to be involved specifically <laughs> with one team so I was looking after the under 14 hurlers in Ballinkillen mm. and they ended up playing against Bagnellstown the, the, the main town local and derby we unfortunately happy to happened to win and anything like the, the pressure you're talking about pressures on teachers with students with pre- parents with uh, management for trying to pick young lads to do this that it was my first and final moment we were talking about teachers being being involved in management is tough business as it's well as true, very true. Uh, no it's a fair point and uh, Chris was briefly to, to finish and you obviously managing at the moment yeah John Sugar's doing a fine job at least at the moment you're an ambitious guy you're an ambitious player would you would you see yourself one day putting a hand up and saying well maybe I might be like to be the top dog in leash I don't know about that ah um, no Chris come on the, the, the ambition at the moment is to keep my own two legs going for yeah. as long as possible <laughs> without having to worry about yeah. 30 or 35 yeah other yeah. lads and that and um, still enjoying the playing in a way still, still yeah yeah no absolutely yeah I get the 
same kick out of it as I as I ever did and um hoping to add to that one. <laughs> well, there you know, know. Well, your former teammate Mick Lawler um, keep going he's about fifty seven yeah, so well, <laughs> 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 Give or take, give or take, yeah. But um but no, um as I say, I enjoyed I enjoyed the coaching um down in Knockbank. Yeah. Um actually had some success as already when I yeah, as of next week I suppose um next year I won't be directly involved with the senior team, which will probably be the first time since I went back in there as right. and that's so it'll be it'll be interesting to go back down to the, the first years and take them up the again and under fourteen and that. So that's but a definitely yes from Chris Conway. He would like to be considered <laughs> at least around in ten years' time we shall see. Uh, to finish up of course leaving certain results were the big results but also big results soon. Leisha's hot as man Chris oh, might be very mighty. interested in this. <laughs> Just give the results because people are annoying me all week about who who won it. Uh, um, who won it? Voted for by the people. Leash, by the way. So. Dewey, sorry. <laughs> is that, is that <laughs> all I know is to list that in my do. You voted for the so I have to uh, do yes, yeah. it's so Zach Tui is yeah. officially He's the hottest officially man the I'm sure he's over in Australia now I'm sure the young cats are yeah, retweeting we'll start getting home for but Robert Sheen I know the controversy Robert Sheen didn't make it in the list at all this year yeah no that was kind of a not a fixtures issue but I suppose the lack of locality he hasn't been in leash for a while I suppose we just thought maybe like we had Johnny O'Hare, a local lad from uh, Valley Line, and he was in the Valley Line Passion Play. He came second, so you can't <laughs> get more local than that. Like, <laughs> you can't get more local than that. So it's kind of important to us to have a few local lads, you know, bit of slack in a train and all yeah. that. Like not just the stars. Did Chris so. make any of the top thirty list? Stephen Atterbury. So that's <laughs> oh, yes, uh, sorry, <laughs> Stephen Atterbury <laughs> and uh, Chris's company Ross made. Oh, yeah. oh Ross, Dean, I think, yeah. well, Ross makes it every year, doesn't he? Oh yeah. uh, well, Ross dropped a few places now this year. Yeah, yeah. 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 A day yeah. Might think. inspire him to go one more year to county. Like. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Babyface assassin. Can you simply call Babyface at 35, 26? Oh, I think so. God. Listen, as it's great crack talking to you all. Thanks to Father. Paddy Byrne, of course, Chris Comet, Ashun, and Paul Ennis, who's heading up to see the, the Pope in a couple of weeks' time, of course. Very, Very excited. Good. Very excited, of course. Uh, stay tuned to our next podcast. Be out next Friday. Thanks to Ollie, of course, as well, and Sound here as well. And our podcast partner, Spinline Furniture. Thanks to you all. We'll talk to you again.